sponsored by Skillshare. The first 1,000 of you who click the link in the description will get two months of Skillshare Premium for free. Yeah, I left my old corporate channel and started this brand new indie channel. It's where I make videos about Apple and related technology and culture almost every day. Now, because it's a new channel, you will have to subscribe again, but it's totally worth it, I promise. Because the new iPhone SE is here. That's right, not iPhone 9, just iPhone SE, the second generation, new and improved for 2020. It's replacing the iPhone 8 in Apple's lineup, though not completely the iPhone 8 Plus, not yet. And I'm not just gonna tell you what it is, I'm gonna tell you why it is, and most importantly, who it's for, even and especially if that's not you, even me. I'm Rene Ritchie, and this is the new iPhone SE. The original iPhone SE came out in the age of the big and bigger iPhone 6S and iPhone 6S Plus, and the first part of its value proposition was having the then-classic iPhone 5S design, smaller and more squared off, that some of Apple's customers not only preferred, but genuinely loved. This new iPhone SE comes out in the age of the even bigger screened iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro Max, and part of its value proposition is having the now-classic iPhone 8 design, complete with the home button and Touch ID that some of Apple's customer base may not love in the same way, but definitely prefer, especially in the age of face masks. Now, I do think the iPhone 8 design, based on the iPhone 6 design, isn't anywhere nearly as iconic as the iPhone 5 design that was based on my absolute favorite to date, the iPhone 4. And it's nowhere nearly as small either. Blame that on power and thermal demands of modern chipsets. But it's as close as we're gonna get for now, with the same inductive charging on the glass back and 4.7 inch wide gamut true tone LCD display on the front as the iPhone 8. Yes, it's low resolution with an even smaller quantity of pixels than either the iPhone XR or 11, but it's still retina density and thanks to Apple's color calibration and management is still about the highest quality LCD on the market. It's not OLED and not edge to edge, of course, but those aren't things people who want this iPhone will care about. They won't even care that it has a huge honking forehead and chin, the likes of which we haven't seen since aught 17. They'll only care that it makes room for a front facing home button and touch ID sensor, which to them isn't a deal breaker, but a feature. Same with a lightning connector that fits all of their existing accessories. It comes in white, black, and red, which isn't as many colors as the iPhone 11, but red. It also fits almost all existing iPhone 8 cases, but Apple has some new ones specifically for the new SE as well. And it has the same water and dust resistance as the iPhone 8 and the same haptic touch system as the iPhone 11. Speaking of which, the second part of the original iPhone SE's value proposition was having the same internals as the then current flagship iPhone 6S. Same Apple A9 system on a chip, same 12 megapixel 1080p 60 frames per second wide angle camera, which appealed to people who were holding on to their older, smaller iPhones because they really did like the size, even if they also lusted after the latest and greatest specs. Getting that original SE triggered those specific people to upgrade in numbers beyond even Apple's original demand forecasts. This new iPhone SE has the same internals as the now current flagship iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro. Same A13 chipset, same 12 megapixel, 4K 60 wide angle camera. And that's gonna to appeal to people who were holding on to their old home button iPhones because they felt more comfortable with that escape hatch and fingerprint system, but who legit do want a new version that'll last them several or more years to come. So getting this new SE may trigger those people to upgrade in a way the iPhone 11 simply never did. Now, it doesn't have a dual camera system, though that may eventually come in a plus model. It does have the iPhone XR style dual pixel segmentation masking portrait mode and portrait lighting, at least for people, 
sorry, pets and beverages. And thanks to monocular depth estimation, machine learning, and segmentation masking, the 7-megapixel front-facing camera has it all as well. There's no 5G, of course, but most people don't have that yet. Most of the world doesn't have that yet, at least not in a meaningful way. It does have dual SIM with eSIM, though, which will be much more useful in many parts of the world. Personally, I've gotten used to the bells and whistles of the iPhone 11 series, things like the ultra-wide-angle camera. But the main wide-angle is still the most capable, the best camera on any iPhone, and that's what we've got here. That includes the image signal processor on the chipset for everything from semantic rendering for smart HDR to quick-take video. There's no night mode though, which seems like a wicked obvious omission, but the base camera tech will be better at low light than pretty much any iPhone not numbered 11. There's the typically anemic 5 watt USB-A charger in the box, but you can buy the better, faster USB-C adapter to fast charge. And yes, the A13 Bionic is overpowered for what you can do with an iPhone SE today. It'll handle even the most complex photo filters and augmented reality experience with not just ease, but panache. What it's really meant to do though, is provide enough breathing room, enough headroom to handle the next three to five years of iOS updates and apps so that the investment you make today keeps paying off tomorrow, whether you hold on to it, sell it, trade it in or hand it down. The third and final part of the original iPhone SE's value proposition was price. It started at $399 for 16 gigabytes. That made it appeal not only to people who wanted that classic design and people that wanted the latest internals, but people who wanted it all for less than the price of a typical flagship iPhone. It let the original iPhone SE serve multiple markets, which meant ultimately serving a bigger market. The new iPhone SE starts at $399 for 64 gigabytes, same price, bigger storage as the original. And for just 50 bucks more, you can get 128 gigabytes and there's an option for 256 gigabytes as well. That'll make it appeal not only to people who wanted that classic iPhone home button and touch ID and people who want the updated internals, but people regardless of either of those two things for whom even $699 is still too big a price for a new iPhone. It'll let the new iPhone SE similarly serve multiple markets, which will hopefully again mean serving a bigger market. And yeah, even if that's not the tech nerd market, the early adopter market, the anyone who just can't wait for the next big thing market. Not for me, maybe not for you, and certainly not for all the pundits who I bet are already typing furiously into the internet, livid this thing even exists, hot taking all over it but for everyone in every tech nerd's family who isn't a tech nerd, who wants things to just slow down, who comes due for an upgrade and just wants something that's familiar, recognizable, exactly what they already have, only better. And for them, that'll make picking up the new iPhone SE just a no-brainer. Same as picking up Thomas Frank's new real productivity course on Skillshare. Thomas is awesome, and here he shows you how to build sustainable habits without feeling like a failure, seriously. Through research, experience, and his own trial and error, Thomas lays out the groundwork for lasting habits, which is just so important right now when so many of us are wondering what's going on, what's even happening next, and are looking for ways to create some sort of structure, meet some small set of goals, so we can regain some small sense of control and accomplishment. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, with classes that explore illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more, with real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare is designed to move your creative journey forward without putting your life on hold, even if right now it feels like we're all on hold. You can learn and grow with short classes that fit your routine and affordably with an annual subscription that's less than $10 a month. 
Join more than 7 million creators learning with Skillshare, and the first 1,000 of you who click the link in the description will get two months of Skillshare Premium for free. Act now and start learning today. Thanks, Skillshare, and thanks to all of you for supporting the show. So, now, hit like if you do, subscribe if you haven't already, ring that bell gizmo if you want YouTube to actually tell you when new episodes go live, and then hit up the comments and let me know. What do you think about the new iPhone SE? What questions do you really want answered? And what do you want to see in my inevitable review? Thanks for watching. See you next video. Thanks for watching. See you next video.